Welcome to another edition of Spin on Golf here on uh, 760 WJR. So glad you could join us, whether you're in the listening audience or uh, if you are watching us on StreamYard and, and Facebook right now. And you're, you're going to have to excuse me because my attention is going to be diverted a little bit here tonight because this big, beautiful trophy is sitting next to me. And I asked the guy that earned this trophy if he has been staring at this trophy as much as I've been staring at this beautiful trophy for the last 10 minutes. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, a guy that uh, we were talking about uh, a lot last week, James Pyatt, kindly joining us here with his beautiful go green, go white hat on as well. <laughs> Let me get that out there. Uh, James, I, I don't even know what to say to you. It's like royalties in the house. Or Do I bow? Do I curtsy? Now, congratulations. I mean, honestly, what a, what an awesome awesome accomplishment you had and I, I can't even imagine what this past week has been like for you yeah thank you so much for having me on it's uh yeah it's been a hectic week i was just saying you know the thing i i, I like doing the most is just hitting balls practicing and playing 18 holes i'm like you know that's that's uh, all i need in life and then with all this going on you know being out here today we've been out at fox hill since about three o'clock today just uh you know, having uh, kind of uh, friends, family gather here. So it's been it's been cool doing a lot of stuff like this, and uh, it's been a fun week. What was the experience like for you? I told you off the air, I, uh, there were so many people like me. I kid you not, I'm watching last Sunday. You have no idea who I am. I'm screaming at the television. <laughs> Come on, James. I mean, uh, did, has that hit you yet? How many people around here were, were just all in on you? Has that hit you yet? A little bit. Yeah. I mean, uh, just, uh, seeing, you know, the support from text messages flowing in and, uh, all the videos and stuff I've seen online and, you know, all the comments it's been, uh, it's been crazy, but, uh, yeah, I can't believe it. It's awesome to see kind of the Michigan community gather around and, uh, support me. So throwing out a pitch at a Tigers game the other night, like getting a call like that, it's been crazy to see the people who noticed. So I, I still can't believe it. What was that like? I mean, since you brought that up, I, you know, I, I, for people that don't know, on Thursday, James had the honor of throwing out the first pitch. And, of course, here's the obligatory joke. The way the bullpen was that day, James would have been an upgrade. But what was that experience <laughs> I heard like? that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was awesome. It was more nerve-wracking than the opening tee shot of the USM. I'm not even going to lie. It was, uh, you know, because I was like, you know what? At least I'm kind of skilled at golf. I haven't played baseball in years. So I'm, like, sitting there. I was like, all right, don't throw it in the dirt. Don't throw it in the dirt. And all my buddies are over there. They're sitting behind the plate already. Like, them. Yeah, they're ready. They're, they're throwing odds on if I hit the dirt or not. I know they were betting on it. So, uh yeah, it was a fun experience to start the day there. <laughs> James Pyatt kindly joining us. You know, James, I, I, all kidding aside, it's very rare that uh, BC is without words, but there were a few times last week that this guy couldn't even say anything. He was so happy. Talk about your relationship with both these guys to my right, uh, Jordan and, and BC, and how much that's meant to you. Yeah, it's uh, it's been phenomenal. I mean, I've been out here at Fox Hills uh, since I was a young tyke. I started working with Scott Wilson. He was a Fox Hill guy before uh, even Jordan was here, right? Yeah. 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 So uh, I worked with Jordan for a little bit after Scott took off. And uh, I remember he used to work with me and my brother at the same time once in a while. And, uh, you know, he kind of just got us going in the right direction. And uh, BC, he's just uh, – 
he's been out here for forever as far as uh how long we work together keep making this joke all week we still don't know the specific date on how long it's been 10 to 12 years and somewhere in that range at least or 12 or more maybe yeah. i don't know give or take you know but uh no it's been phenomenal having the support system of them and fox hills behind me and uh incredibly blessed to have met both of these guys and uh you know, BC's uh, experience definitely is uh, something that you look upon as a, a student. You know, this guy knows what he's talking about and can get you to the next level. So it's been great working with him. Jordan, you brought up a, an interesting point last week, and I think you just brought it up uh, when you were chatting with Chris. I, I, I was talking, mm-hmm. um, you know, to the boys over on the other side. But as you were watching the match last week, you, you said there was a moment for you where where you literally said they don't know. James Pyatt. Can you share that story? Yeah, you know, I mean, a lot of time has been spent with BC, and I've certainly kind of been sitting back watching James and cheering him on for a long time, and I, I know his demeanor. I talked to Casey a lot, too, and know how he's been playing the last number of years, and he doesn't quit, and he's a bulldog, and um, you know, when Bowens made that comment that, that James was in a really tough spot, and he wasn't sure he's going to be able to come back from this, that was like the trigger that I just looked over at Brian and I said, did you hear what he just said? And he said, no. And I said, well, he told me he doesn't have a chance. And that's perfect. I mean, it was like a jinx. And James, and I looked up and I saw James, like he almost heard him. He had a smile on his face on 10 and he, you know, he birdies 10. And I just, he just kept winning holes. I lost track of where he was and how many holes were left. Right. I just said, he just won that hole again. I asked Brian about 10 times in the last, the half hour what hold they on what hold they on what hold they on i i lost track i just couldn't i went just keep winning holes and keep going and then finally said jordan they got two holes left i'm like good let's just tie this one or win this one and get it done with and uh the rest is history yeah it was um i don't know i get, I get emotional thinking about it still um <laughs> it yeah pretty special kid to me that's all i can say yeah. and, and he always has been and you know it's just like we said, you know, how do you, how do you, how do you notice stuff or how do you know this is different? And I, I don't know, you, you could say it's different now, but it, it always was, you know, and I always said that the, his coaches in, uh, in high school, he said, no, just leave him alone. This kid's different. You know, coach Anderson or coach Williams, you know, he wants to drive around nine at Indian Wood. I'd say, just leave the kid alone. It's who he is. He wants the number one club in his hand. Let him yeah. hit the number one club. Cause I said, this kid's different. Just leave him alone. He's different for some reason. And I didn't know good, bad, or in, it was good, but the kid was different. And, and I always just felt like, you know, I see James over there on the range. I always peeked out and made sure he's doing okay. Or, you know, it was just a really special kid to me. That's all I can say. James, what's next for you? I mean, I mean, this has been a whirlwind of a week. What, where's your mindset? What are you thinking about next? What's next for you? Uh, just thinking about the college season and getting ready to uh, get back to East Lansing. That's uh, obviously one of my favorite spots to be at and uh, missing college golf with my teammates. Last year with the shortened season, we only play in the spring. We usually play fall, spring. So uh, just looking forward to getting back to the college golf grind and uh, being back with the boys. So uh, about a week and a half, two weeks now before we teed up for our first event. You know, speaking of Michigan State, <laughs> Radio Pro. Do you see that? <laughs> radio <laughs> Pro right there. Everybody's learning very fast. Um, you you got a, uh, a pretty special phone call from, I, I mean, arguably the most famous Spartan ever, huh? Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. It's not Bubba Smith. <laughs> <laughs> 
tell everybody about that phone call. Yeah, so uh, I was just checking my voicemail actually uh, the other night, and uh, I started freaking out. I listened to this voicemail from an unknown number, and then uh, I listened to it. It starts off, "Hey James, it's Magic Johnson." I'm like, "Magic Johnson?" I'm like, "He just called me." So uh, yeah, I uh, missed Magic's phone call unfortunately, but uh, now you know I got a sweet voicemail from it, so that's something you know to keep for the rest of my life. So. Uh, I got that if you guys want to hear it. I think, oh, I think we definitely need to yeah. get that, right? <laughs> Hopefully it works. Right? Okay, all right. Here we Cue go. it up. Cue it up. Cue it up. Here we go. Hey, James, this is Magic Johnson from one Spartan to another, from one champion to another. I just want to say congratulations on your golf amateur championship win. Um, you put us on the map, the Spartans on the map with this historical victory in golf. And uh, I just wanted to congratulate you from all Spartans all over the world, man. You really just did an outstanding job. And I just want to say congratulations, okay? God bless you. And uh, I can't wait to where your golf game is going to take you. Uh, all Spartans will be following you forever. So good luck to you. Okay. God bless. <laughs> How oh, sticky oh, cool is that? <laughs> Unbelievable. It, no, it's not like a cameo, right? Yeah. You didn't pay him. Imagine Johnson yeah. called him, right? That's pretty Dude. Cool. Yeah. Not bad. Not bad. Yeah. I, I listened to that. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. I can't believe I missed that call. But he, he called from a star 67 number. So, unfortunately, I can't call him back. You know, which is probably which is probably valid because I probably would have called him about four times by now. Just saying, hey, what's going on, man? Yeah. Irv, James, what's yeah. up? Yeah. Hey, man, you remember me, right? Yeah. Maybe, maybe like last night at East Lansing, right? Yeah. How many times have you listened to that? I've, I've listened to it quite a bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, that is awesome. I can't say enough about it. It, it was Mike, you were even telling the story about how, uh, you know, where, where you're at. Mm -hmm. uh, so many of the kids were watching this. Oh, yeah. and, I mean, literally, I mean, this is not just James It's not just old guys like us. It's guys your age, it's guys younger mm -hmm. than you. Mike, as you were saying, we're, we're just all in on James five. Yes. A whole bunch of Catholic central, uh, people over at Walnut Creek, all around the tent yelling and screaming and, mm -hmm. We had it playing on the computer, and it was so much fun. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. cool. That's, that's awesome. cool. <laughs> well, more with James Pyatt. He brought this beautiful trophy out here, too. My goodness gracious, it's <laughs> this thing. Some of these names on here. I, I've heard a few, a few of these guys. Yeah, I, let's I, I, read a couple of those on. Uh, there, there's Phil McCalson. Oh, okay. McCalson. Nice. nice. Uh, some Tiger Woods. Familiar yeah. with his game yeah. at all? there's a few on yeah, there. There's a, there's, as a matter of fact, I see his name one, two, three three times yeah, oh, look, yeah, yeah look in 1962 that guy jack nicholas oh. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's been all right oh, yeah. well tiger won in 96 and then won the masters the very next year no pressure james no, <laughs> no pressure god i can't no believe pressure. that just came up yeah that was great <laughs> okay we gotta go more spin right. on golf next 760 wjr Welcome back in. So glad you could join us. Another edition of Spin on Golf. We are at uh, beautiful Fox Hills tonight. Uh, a pleasure to have James Pyatt with us. A pleasure to have this beautiful trophy to my left. Uh, for those of you that are watching on StreamYard, and it's a pleasure to catch up with this guy. Uh, he is the coach up at Michigan State. We've chatted with him before. Casey Lubon kindly joining us here on Spin on Golf. First of all, Casey, really appreciate you taking the time. Let's just start here Take us back to last Sunday. 
Where were you watching this? I, I kind of describe what this whole process was for you as, as you watched uh, one of your boys get it done on the biggest stage. Well, yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Great to be with a bunch of friends here tonight. Um, it was actually, to be honest with you, I was probably on my phone more texting everyone else, uh, especially BC uh, mm -hmm. throughout. But, uh, you know, the the coolest parts for me will always be him and I had breakfast together and seeing the calm look in his face. And then the, the hours afterwards, um, watching this all settle in for for him and what he did and being ready for the biggest moment of his life and, and seizing that opportunity. Um, you know, some of the most special things I'll ever do in my career, I did in one day, um, was just so proud of him. He's worked his tail off, as all you guys know, uh, just grinds every day. And your ceiling is only as limited as you think it is. And apparently he's got more to go because he uh, went right past the finish line there. And I can't wait to see what he does next. You know, it's interesting that you say that because both of the guys to my right, both Jordan and, and BC, uh, they've known James. They they knew that there was another gear there. You said his eyes just never change. Can you elaborate on that? Can you can you you know expand on that? And let people know what you meant by that. I mean, did you did you just know looking at him? Okay, the kid's ready to go. Yeah, I mean, you know, obviously Dan Ellis, our associate head coach, called Thursday night. And he said, you better get out here right away. He's going to do something special. So I got in the car Thursday night and Friday morning, you know, when he played a great match in the round of 16, um, you see confidence in someone's demeanor and how they carry themselves and, and what's going on. And until, you know, all the way through Thursday, Friday, and then Saturday, he was great in the semifinals. And even when he was two or three down on, you know, we got to three down on Sunday, I, the expression never changed. Like he was just waiting. He was patient. It was going to come. Um, I was a nervous wreck. I'm sure <laughs> we all were. <laughs> First thing, but I, I went in the clubhouse and had to gather myself, like you know, just for a couple of minutes, and let him figure it out. And, and once he made that swing on ten, I know uh, I, I just had this weird feeling, like this kid's not changing. He still believes in what he's doing. He still knows the other guys trying to win a U.S. Amateur. I think Dan Ellis said something pretty cool to him on 10T, like, hey, just remember this kid's trying to win the U.S. Amateur as well, um, so it's going to be hard on him. And he never deviated from what he believed was going to happen. And, boy, all the things we do in life, it's so special. Whether he wins or loses at that point, to, to see someone stick to, stick to their guns and believe in themselves. Yeah. James, did, you know, as we talk about this from the outside looking in and you're actually in the space and going through this, are you aware of all this? I mean, are you aware that like, hey, I, I, I got this. I got this guy where I want him. I know you don't want to be three down, but you're mm -hmm. like, it's okay. You're going to shoot four under. I'm going to get him nervous. I'm going to take advantage and bounce past him and take care of this. Yeah, my thought process, uh, I felt like I was playing a, him too much as opposed to thinking about how I was playing myself in match play. I feel like a lot of times you get caught up thinking about your opponent too much and uh after I missed that putt for par on nine to go three down, I kind of took a step back and walk into 10 and I was like, you know, you're, you're a million over par right now. It's kind of what I said to myself internally. I go, this just, this isn't you. And I know, you know, you're thinking about being three down in the back of your head, but my thought was, you know, I got to play better golf. That's really what it was. And, uh, I wasn't worried of, I just had a goal four under par in the back nine. 
which is uh, at Oakmont, that's a tough task. But uh, I said, you know, if you do something like that, there's a good chance you're going to win, or at least if I do that and don't win, I'm going to walk away and say, you know what, this is a great day still. So uh, I kind of just focused on the process there in the back nine and took it mm -hmm. one shot at a time. And I'm sure you were feeling the wave kind of, you were just kind of riding the wave there as wins started happening. And next thing you know, you're, you're two up. And you mentioned it earlier. You're like, holy crap, I'm, I'm two up. And then <laughs> did, did it change a little bit or was it still the same? <laughs> yeah. No, you know, as weird as it sounds, you're almost more comfortable when you're down at Oakmont than when you're up, because when you're down, you know, you know, that guy's thinking about, uh, the USAM, you know, winning yeah. it and, uh, any given hole, you could lose your momentum, just hit in one of those big bunkers. So it's, uh, like he did on that one cross yeah, bunker. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I made a few birdies and, you know, put some pressure on him, but also at the same time, he had some, uh, loose swings mm -hmm. and the couple uh short game mishaps so it was uh just kind of in the back of my head i was like let's just play your game put some pressure on them and then uh once i kind of got two up with three to play it was it turned into oh crap i'm actually up right now <laughs> yeah. so it, it kind of it did shift a little bit i think it's you are you are more comfortable when you're losing i hate to say it, but it's uh i was just like you know let's make some good swings and get it to the house so it was a phenomenal feeling bc was looking over at me and we were sitting there watching he's like Holy crap, he's too up right now. I go, I go, I know how many holes are left. <laughs> I have no clue. <laughs> it's so funny to hear James. Hey, Casey, yeah. I, I'll, I'll throw this at you. Maybe a field trip's in order. He mentioned Oakmont twice, and I'm thinking to myself, kid's a member at Oakmont now. Like, come on, yeah. hey, are, are you guys having a field trip or something, Casey, taking the boys out to Oakmont? Oh, I think they should put it on his tab. Yeah, right. Right. <laughs> Yeah, we're going to put everything on James's tab. You know? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Wait a couple years, he'll have you out there, right? Uh, you know, I don't know if I want coach at my club. My club. My club. No, no, I'm just messing around. I keep telling people, I go, I don't believe it either. You know, coming from Fox Hills, I've always been a public course golfer my whole life. And uh, say, you know, you're a member at Oakmont now is uh, the biggest blessing ever. So uh, we'll see how often I get over there. I don't really know how the, the full membership thing works yet, but uh, just uh, extremely blessed, though, to be uh, call myself that. <laughs> That's awesome. James Pye and Casey Luban uh, joining us. It's funny, Casey, before you joined us, I, I don't know if you were on yet, but, you know, I asked James what's next after this whirlwind, and he's thinking about the Spartan season. I mean, it was a year, as we talked to you uh, about before. You can't even describe what this past year was like, but uh, it, it seems like maybe some normalcy is coming back as you guys get to prepare uh, for the upcoming season. Yeah, it certainly feels like it. You know, the last players, uh, once we get James out of suburban Detroit, get him back here up to East Lansing, the last players are here now. We're six days away from our first practice. Um, you know, our freshman was playing at Country Club of Lansing this week. He was 11 under through 15. So I'm already telling Piet he's about to lose a spot to a freshman. Um, you know, we're... we're, we're, we're uh, based on a Big Ten championship. And, and more importantly, you know, we talked about Oakmont. Like, I'll take the team out this fall. Whenever they put the thing on the wall, you know, where it says Sarazen and Sneed and Hogan and Nicholas and all the great names, when it, when it says Pyatt, I'm going to take them out there so they can dream along with us, right? Here's That's a kid awesome. who, who uh, dreamed bigger than maybe anyone has and to show them that they, they could do something like this. So uh, we're really excited. Big schedule. Uh, big tournaments, obviously a lot of coaches calling and excited to have the U.S. Amateur Champion in their field. 
But, uh, you know, I think he's ready to get back to work, too, if I'm not mistaken, and, and, and keep getting better. This is massive for James. It's massive for the state of Michigan. But what does this do for the Michigan State Golf Program? How could you even, you know, quantify what this does for your program, Coach? Yeah, I don't know. It's never happened before. So <laughs> <laughs> I hear it's a golf school now, yeah. apparently. Well, I've talked to Tommy Bell more in the last five days than I have in the last 10 years. Obviously, he's very about it. You know, I think it it shows it shows that you can be an elite player playing at a northern school. And that was a commitment we made to James four years ago. Is we were going to get on a plane every Friday and go to Florida and practice and, and build $10 million worth of facilities. We got a new facility that's just about finished here where he's going to be working on his uh, – 225 yards in end game. So, uh, yeah, I think it's going to have a huge impact. But more importantly, if, if, you know, I'm sure BC and Jordan, all you guys agree, over the last four or five days, my pride has been how this young man is handling this. He's probably handling it way better than I am, probably better than Coach Ellis, um, the rush of texts and emails. And he's, he is a great human being, you know, who just happens to be a U.S. amateur champion. So I hope that impact as we recruit the next James Pyatt will be. Well, no. Well, the good thing about this case is like, because <clears throat> I know the kid and um, I got to stop calling him a kid, but I know this young man pretty well and and he just wants to play golf and he wants to play really well for Michigan State this year himself. Yes, but Michigan State, you know, going out and um, hopefully a Big Ten title and beyond that. So I, I know it's really important to him um, and it's important that he's with his teammates and and I, I know he's going to do great. That's Never my worry, but um, it, 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 it's it's in his heart to do well for Michigan State. I know that. Well, I appreciate that, BC. It is. He's a loyal Spartan, uh, but now he's amongst the legends of Michigan State. Magic Johnson's calling him. You know, uh, you know that's a pretty big name around here. We're all celebrating with him, but also going to keep pushing him to be what he wants to be in life, uh, you know, and uh, winning a championship. First of all, getting a degree from mom. It's very yep. important, you know, a finance degree at a great finance school, great business school. So we're going to take these things one day at a time like he does everything. And I'm actually I'm probably excited about it just as much as he is. Just get back here and go back to our routine a little bit, too. Talk about that routine a little bit before the season starts up. I, I know you're getting all the boys back and everything. What does the next few weeks entail uh, for your squad? Well, I'm sitting here with one of our assistant coaches, Chad Carmel, who's a great player in Michigan as well. And we're uh, going through equipment and, and uh, you know, finishing final travel plans. But uh, we're going we're gonna to start the UP September 4th is our practice rounds are actually our first tournament. Um, and just going back to, to grinding this out, we got so many big opportunities ahead of us, um, you know, that we're in the facility we're dedicating – September 24th. Our women are getting Big Ten championship rings on Sunday. James is going to bring the Havermeyer Trophy. You know, we're, we're going to celebrate with the people who made this possible first. All the donors, all the fans, all the alumni. And then we're going to go back and get the next trophy. Awesome. Well, go green. Looking forward to it. I think everybody's going to be watching. Everybody's going to be pulling for you. And uh, Coach, really appreciate you taking the time. Best of luck. There are worse places to be than the UP in the first week of September. That's for sure. I love it up there. Great time of year. Best of luck to you guys. And once again, go green, Coach. Go Casey Lubon kindly joining us here. Spin on golf on a Sunday night. So glad you could join us.
right here on 760 WJR.